Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, 5 Minutes with the G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, we produce, record and edit video content, and audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. The Straight Shooting View. Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJ, and welcome to another episode of the Straight Shooting View. Now. Ah, this Qatar 2022 World Cup. This has been, it's been interesting to say the very least. A lot of quote-unquote virtue, virtue signaling, and among other things. I'll get onto a bit of that later. But first off, I want to stick to on the pitch. I know I'm not, I'm not following Gianni Infantino, <clears throat> but I want to stick on the pitch first. The group stages were actually, were actually a lot of fun. Took a while to get warmed up. First couple of games in each group. Yeah, not much to write home about. But there were some surprises. There were some surprises. Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. Tremendous. Japan beating Germany. Tremendous. Showing that the smaller sides, quote unquote, the smaller sides can give the bigger sides a run for their money. And we've seen it historically before. With look at South Korea's run in 2002 on home soil. I mean, even look at the European Championships with Greece winning it in 04. So we've seen bits and pieces of that before, but the upsets that have come this time have actually been have actually been pretty good, to be honest. But on a general basis, I I still I'm not as excited about matches as I have been in previous years. In part because the political backdrop, but also in part, it's winter. I could like it's a lot harder to go out and wear your shirt, <clears throat> wear your shirts out on out on the streets, and yeah, it's a lot harder to do that when it's freezing cold. So it's like there's not that excitement of putting your shirt on in the morning and be like, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm representing and all that. So I think that kind of plays into it for me a bit as well. But as I said, the group stages took a while to get warmed up on a general basis. But, and there were, there were a lot of low scoring draws as well. And that was one thing that was, that was like, eh. One thing that was definitely expected was Qatar to be rock bottom of their group. I don't think anybody would have expected them to have gone ahead, topped the group and won the World Cup. You'd have been a lunatic to have predicted that. Or a very, very optimistic um, betting person. But, gambler. There we go, that's what I'm thinking of. You'd have had to have been an extremely optimistic gambler to have had Qatar in your office pool to win the whole tournament. Much less even top their group or even come runner-up in the group. So it was a bit of kind of karma that they did come rock bottom of the group and went out with a whimper. Creating a bit of history for World Cup history as well, but not in the way they would have wanted to. But you know what? Yeah? Like, 
I said, on the pitch, it's been intro, been interesting as I record this. We've seen um, seen France blow away Poland, and yeah, it was one of them was a bit of controversy in that, but it's also one of them ones we saw England surprisingly somewhat blow away Senegal as well and Jude Bellingham he's doing extremely well in this tournament Gareth Southgate is obviously encouraging critics with some of his selections but alright so far it's worked Wales I really wanted them to go through with us I actually really did but the little the last minute stuff against Iran that last minute capitulation I was I was part of me was actually glad it went that way because it meant that the Wales England match actually would be for there would be some high stakes but Wales they just didn't come out I thought Gareth Bale would have been more of a threat I thought Kiefer Moore would have been a bit more of a threat and hell it just didn't really just didn't really materialise but one of the one of the things that's kind of annoyed me is the whole obviously Piers Morgan has his nose so far up Ronaldo's ass he could taste what he had for dinner three weeks ago and for someone like Piers Morgan to be calling out um, what's it Messi fanboys after um, Argentina's performance in the round of 16 it's kind of like well bro you're the biggest brown noser out here right now and you are the biggest Ronaldo fanboy right now. So I don't know how you're calling others out for the same sort of conduct. Actually, nowhere near the same sort of conduct. So, yeah, once again, Piers Morgan talking out of both sides of his neck. Speaking of that, Gary Neville has been, like, talking, has been talking smack again. But it's one of them ones, as much as he's like, oh, yeah, this and that, this and that. And, and apparently actually speaking out. <clears throat> about um, about stuff in Qatar it's like well to me I can't take you seriously because you're taking their money so no if you were out there on a kind of missionary kind of on a missionary kind of thing where you weren't taking a paycheck from them I'd find it a lot easier to believe and I find it ironic that Gary Neville was coming out and saying uh, and saying oh Oh, what's it? The English media. Oh, it's, it's a disgrace the way they've portrayed this. And it's like, hold on a minute. You work for Sky Sports. You're part of that system that you're talking about. And you get paid very handsomely as a part of that system. So once again, I said Gary Neville talking out of both sides of his, talking out of both sides of his neck as per usual. That's why, you know, whenever I've heard him on ITV's analysis, I'll turn the sound out. I literally turned the sound out. So, yeah, that's one of them where it's just like, I can't, I can't, just can't listen to him no more. Because he, I said, he talks out of both sides of his neck. How are you going to, how are you going to criticize the English media who you work for one of the main proponents and the main exponents of the anti, of the anti-Qatar rhetoric that you're criticizing? Doesn't make no sense at all. So, yeah, yeah. Piers Morgan, Gary Neville annoyed the hell out of me. But you know what? Speaking of um, listening with the volume down, I wish I could have done that with BBC Radio 5 Live with um, Argentina v Poland. <clears throat> because Chris Sutton 
seems to me like he's trying to be just like Roy Keane. The dude like is just so negative and just whinges, 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 and it's like, really, dude? It's like, it's like, come on. It's like, um, I think it was in that Argentina Poland game where one defender made an absolute like one of those game-saving tackles and celebrated the tackle, and then all we hear is Chris Sutton getting all over it. It's like, oh, oh, you're doing your job. What are you celebrating for? It's like, what? So players aren't allowed to have a bit of emotion. <clears throat> like, there are times when... There are times in, in matches for Ibis Eagles where I've, I've slid in and made, like, a crucial interception and I've celebrated to myself, not full-on celebrating, but a little fist pump or, or a little, come on, lads, let's go. We're still... We're not beating yet. We're not beating yet. That kind of thing. And it's like, I bet Chris Sutton would be like, oh, what are you doing? You're just doing your job. Why are you getting happy for? And it's like, it just, to me, it just comes across as bitter. It really does kind of come across as Billy Bitch Cakes. And I said, Roy Keane annoys the hell out of me anyway. And even during England-Senegal, he was right above the band. And they mentioned it on commentary, actually, that, um, oh, Roy Keane's going to be happy about that because the band never stopped playing. And it's like, and then... Was it come to read transcripts later on? <clears throat> come to read transcripts later on that Roy Keane was whinging and moaning because the Senegal because the Senegal band wouldn't stop playing. And it's like and it's like really, dude. It's like come on, man. They're happy to be at the World Cup. They're the African champions. They're represented. They're a, they're a colourful bunch <laughs> with all with all the flags, scarves, and with the drums. It's they're creating atmosphere. So it's like, I said, it's just guys like Roy Keane, Chris Sutton. It's really annoying how bitter, how bitter these guys are. And remember, both of these guys are Premier League winners. Premier League title winners, had good careers. What's it, Sutton went up to Celtic and won some stuff too. And it's like, dude, why why are you guys so bitter? It's like, Christ almighty, it's like, what is wrong with you? And... It is one of them where, 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 where again, for me, I, I love commentary, as you guys will will know from Straight Shooting View episode 100, is great commentary a lost art. And also commentators, pundits, and passion. Um, another another Straight Shooting View episode I did, talking about, um, what's it, Micah Richards. <clears throat> Micah Richards, Jamie Carragher, guys like that show in passion. And... For me, Roy Keane and Chris Sutton are kind of like black holes when it comes to charisma. They just suck the air and the enjoyment out of the room. And it's like, you don't need to do that, man. What's wrong with you? Like, brighten up. Go get laid. As I've said about Roy Keane before, go get laid. Christ almighty, what's wrong with you? <clears throat> but also as well, you've got certain co-commentators. Jermaine Genius, I actually don't mind, but every now and then he does come out with some silly stuff. But then... You've got Danny Cabidon, who during England-Wales, Nico Williams was um, struck in the head by a Marcus Rashford shot that had some force behind it. And it was one of them ones where, obviously, it was a, it was a, it was a stoppage because the ref has to stop it, head injury protocol. So the ref stops it. And then all you hear, and then it was one of them where, where it was like, all right, cool, let the medical team do what they're doing. And all you hear is Danny Cabidon. Oh, uh, players players should take charge when it comes to this, when it comes to getting back on the pitch, whether they can play on or not. 
And it's like, and I'm thinking, no, you moron. It's like, no, players should not be in charge of that. Because we've seen that before, where players have played on, and it's like, dude, the guy's got a concussion. It's like, you can't play on with that. And I've had my own experience of a concussion back in 2017. I also did a, I also did my view on the straight shooting view about um, Alan Shearer's documentary. Um, what's it? Concussion, dementia, football, and me. So it's one of them ones where it's like Danny Gabidon coming out with idiotic comments like that. All oh, players should be. And then, to his credit, Jermaine Genius was straight on it and was like, no, 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 no. Players should not have control over that. It should be the medical staff who are trained to do this, especially trained to do it. And they should have the time to do it. Because it's, and the, one of those things as well, you look at the England-Iran game where a keeper and one of his defenders clashed, but the keeper was allowed to play on. See, that's the kind of thing that happens when you're forced, when you're forced as a medical team to make a split-second decision and you've got the pressure in the eyes of the world on you. And it shouldn't be like that. Player welfare should be at the forefront of everything you do. Like, whether your football association is going to be annoyed with the decision or not, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Your, your focus should be player safety. And those powers that be who are not giving, who are not giving the medical staff the time to sort players out, you guys are a disgrace because you are putting people's lives at risk and you really shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. So, and I said, it made get, to me, it made Danny Gabidon's comments even more and even more stupid because as Jermaine Genius rightly said, it's like, no, it should be the medical staff because imagine you're a player in a World Cup. You're not going to want to come off. You, you, you're just not. As a player... Your rational head is going to say, yeah, I feel woozy, I should come off. But you're going to be like, well, this is the big, biggest stage in the biggest stage I've ever played on, biggest stage in the world, especially if you're part of a nation that doesn't make it to every one of them. So you're going to want to carry on. You're going to want to carry on, whether, whether it's at risk to your health or not. And most players probably don't even know the long-term effects of a concussion or any sort of blow to the head. So no, players should not be in control of that. It's medical staff who are specifically trained for that who should be. So I said, it's like there, there have been a few of these matches that have almost been ruined for me because of bad co-commentary and also bad analysis. And as I mean, like Roy King, Gary Neville, some of these guys are why I don't watch post-match analysis because it's the same agenda-based drivel, the same crap and just BS rhetoric. That comes out and it's like, dude, I don't want to hear it. I really don't want to hear it. As soon as the match is done, I'm turning off. I'm done. And even, as I said, certain co-commentators, like the Danny Gabidon, Gabidon comments, it's like, yeah, I can see why you're not running an FA. I wouldn't want you as I wouldn't want you running my under fives. Cause if that's your attitude towards head injuries, oh the players should always take they should take control. They should do take charge. No. Bro, no, that's why there's head injury protocol. Remember Hugo Lloris years ago? He wanted to carry on playing on it. You could see he was out of it. So it's like, no. It, it infuriates me. And these people are paid top dollar as well. But you know what? I want to I give a shout out to the good ones. Alex Scott, fantastic. Rio Ferdinand has been pretty good too. I've got to give him that. 
And at the end of the day, it's like Michael Richards as well. These, these guys have actually been really, really good. Really, really enjoyable to watch, to listen to. Um, Pablo Zabaleta has been decent too. Laura George, she's been the former French international. Laura George has been pretty good as well. And you know what? I want to I want to end this episode with this. It's brilliant to see how the African teams are doing. Look at Morocco. They have absolutely smashed it. Senegal did well. It's uh, it's one of them ones in groups you wouldn't expect them to do well in. So you know what? Give them all the props in the world. The African teams have been have been representing. And Laura George was like, you know what? In this World Cup, the African teams are stepping up their game. And you know what? Yeah, they have been. And props to them for it. Props, absolute props to them for it. But as I said, I wanted to end on a good note and congratulate and give some props to those who I've actually enjoyed their discussions, their topics, their views. But you know, I want to know your views as well. www.pitch-talk.com What have been your views? Have you enjoyed the Qatar 2022 World Cup so far? I kind of have... But obviously, the political stuff, I can't, I, I don't know, man. It's one of them ones. But, by the way, I don't think Germany got eliminated because they had more eye on making political statements. I do not think that for one second. That is an utterly moronic theory. Because as soon as them guys step out on them white lines, you switch that off. So, tunnel vision, you switch that off. So, yeah. Anybody trying to say to the contrary, no, doesn't wash for me. But www.pitchstashtalk.com is the official website. Let us know your views. You can catch our podcast podcast episodes on our website. Find out a bit more about us co-hosts, myself, Straight Shooting, LJA, the G-Man, Nathan Arsenal, and Coach JBK as well. YouTube.com forward slash Pitch Talk for all the videos. Also, also, at Pitch Talk on Twitter. Tweet of us, follow us, see what we are up to. Facebook.com forward slash Pitch Talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution we're working so hard to create. Also, also, at Pitch Talk, we're on Reddit. We're at Pitch Talk on Instagram for vlog previews and much, much more. Where else are we? Well, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Verbal, V-U-R-B-L, we're Verbal Ambassadors and proud of it. Ghana, G-A-A-N-A. Player FM, wherever you pick up your podcast, you can find the Pitch Talk podcast. The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, 5 Minutes with the G, and much, much more. Yeah, man, give us a like, give us a subscribe, give us a rating. If you feel we deserved it, drop us a 5-star one as well. But you know what? I have been straight shooting LJA, and you know what? Until next time, thank you for your time here on the Straight Shooting View, and enjoy the rest of the Qatar 2022 World Cup. Take care, peeps. Join the Pitch Talk Revolution. Check out the official Pitch Talk website www.pitch-talk.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments. Five minutes with the G. The straight shooting view. Coaching with JBK. We produce, record and edit video content. And audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Verbal, Podomatic, Anchor, Spotify and other podcast platforms.
Join the Pitch Talk Revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and www.pitch-talk.com. The pitch is where we eat, the pitch is where we sleep, and the pitch is where we talk. I can see you now.